This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Great night locally in the NBA. Plus, we'll talk a little baseball, and I might put a smile on Gordon's face. We'll do it next. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six, or via Twitter at hardest to ESPN at Gordon Damer at ESPN NY ninety eight underscore seven FM, along with Jake the Snake and Brian the Good Vibes. We're here until midnight. Then it's Freddie and Fitzsimmons on ninety eight seven ESPN. Hello, Gordon. Larry, how we feeling tonight? Oh, Another nice little Nick win, huh? Gordon. Oh, Gordon. Let me tell you about this Nick's win for me. And even you had to smile now. With the way the Knicks played. Absolutely. Gordon, it's the fourth quarter, and I'm watching them miss a couple of threes, and I'm getting visions of Minnesota coming back. Yeah. <laughs> well, those things do, those kind of burn into oh. your memory, right? Yeah. I'm like, no, you're not going to blow this. You've got this. You've, you've, you've come this far. You can't blow this game on the road. You need this game. Listen, give, give them – Julius Randle was great again, but Gordon he got help, and Alec Burke, who is not Burks, who has not been hitting shots lately the past couple of games, was just on fire in the fourth quarter tonight. Yeah, no, I mean that's uh, as great as Julius Randle was. The Knicks were fantastic from three. I know they they mentioned it in the pregame that uh, the Pelicans. <laughs> are the worst team at defending the three. Well, boy, oh, boy, they got, they got a ton of plays tonight to be able to put on that, uh, that, that, that reel to, uh, to, on plays to work on. So, yeah, I mean, the Knicks uh, were crazy from three-point tonight. And we always talk about, you know, it's going to be Randall. It's going to be a couple other guys. And who else is going to step up? Alex Burks or Alex Burks uh, stepping up uh, for the Knicks tonight in a big way, especially late. 17 of 33 from three for the Knicks. I don't know who these guys are, but I hope they stay around in the Knicks uniform. Yeah, I, I just hope that they don't think that this game is going to be indicative of other – well, they pay the, play the Pelicans in two games again, so they can keep it in their mind for that game too. But uh, I don't know that this is going to be a, a trend for the Knicks shooting like that from three. I think there were better points in it tonight from three than they were from two. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And here, Here's an interesting thing, though, and – if you're a player on this team, it just constantly reminds you that your head coach doesn't have – he has a memory, but it's a short memory, as well as R.J. Barrett has played over the past couple weeks. And we all agree he's been phenomenal. Two of ten tonight, one of three from three. He, uh, Thibodeau went with rows, lots of rows in the fourth quarter tonight, not a lot of R.J. Barrett. And it's just a reminder – you're not producing. I'm going with the hot hand. This is what I have to do. And, um, you know, it, it worked out for him. Yeah, I mean, uh, he uh, Tom Thibodeau would make a good baseball closer, right? Very yeah. short memory. Uh, <laughs> what you did yesterday means nothing for me today. And really, it seems like the only guy who's kind of exempt from any of, uh, of that is Randall. And mm-hmm. rightfully so, right? He's your all-star. He's your franchise guy. And anybody else, though, if you're not producing – and clearly, R.J. Barrett was not producing tonight. He, he's going to find people who are. And a lot of times, the first three quarters are just about him trying to find the right mix of guys, the right, uh, you know, the right five to put on the court at, at crunch time. So uh, they were able to do that tonight. Zion Williamson, Gordon, 25 points in 35 minutes, 10 of 19, dominant in the paint, but only four points in the fourth quarter. Listen, uh, Thibodeau's defense of swarming him and getting the ball out of his hands, huge, huge. They don't win if they don't do that. Yeah, I, I, didn't, even, I, I didn't think he even had that good a game. Uh, 25 points. I was kind of surprised after the game that, that, that that's how many points he had because it did seem like he was missing a lot of shots uh, down the stretch of games. And he's a, a, he's a very unique talent. But I don't know necessarily that the production has matched the t- – at least it didn't tonight. I, I can say that for sure, that uh, I was left uh, kind of surprised that he was not he was not able to take over this game in some way uh, down the stretch of the game. But uh, credit the Knicks' defense, right? They, they, they tout all the different defensive stats, the defensive metrics that the, the Knicks are, are number one in or, or top the league in. Uh, the Pelicans were able to get some points in the paint tonight, but down the stretch they had a very hard time finding some offense. They really did, and and you could see, Gordon, that, uh, you know, the Knicks got lucky in a couple of things. Okay, first first of all, uh, Lonzo Ball was out, so mm-hmm. they didn't have a point guard, so that was fortunate for them. And Brandon Ingram, 
shoots much better normally than he did tonight. He was 9 of 22. So, Gordon, we'll talk about the Knicks. We'll take some phone calls on the other side. 1-800-919-3776. Also via Twitter, at Hardesty ESPN, at Gordon Damer, at ESPNNY, 98 underscore 7 FM. We got a Met win. We got a Yankee loss. But there were some positives. And we got a Nets game that I'm a little confused about. Po- positives from who? Positives from who, Larry? I'll the tell Yankees? you next on 98.7 ESPN. Knicks with a nice road win. They've now won four in a row. And it's been since February 2020. Uh, Pat O'Keefe, who along with Dan Grosser does a great job tag teaming our Ranger and Nick coverage pregame, halftime, between periods in the, in, in the uh, Rangers situation. And, of course, pre-halftime and post for the Knicks. And it's been since February, Gordon, that the Knicks of 2020 that the Knicks last time won four in a row. And they finally were able to do it today because they've teased us with three wins in a row a lot this season. Yeah, three has been the uh, the magic number until tonight. So, uh, and look, over the last couple of years, you know, just take a look at the total wins. It's kind of hard to squeeze in a four-game <laughs> winning streak, right? So uh, this is uh, this is obviously and, – and you get some help on the scoreboard tonight as well. Yeah. Bulls lose tonight. Uh, Charlotte, I think, lost tonight. So mm-hmm. – that's some good stuff there as well. And the Knicks can just kind of go about their business, right? We have now entered this 17-game stretch of the, the, the regular season, this final 17 games, that is going to be a bear. I'm sure there's going to be some down nights. So to get a win here to kind of start it off in a game that, uh, you know, down the stretch could have went either way, this was a big way to start it. So to get to four in a row, get a couple of games over 500 again, nice to see. Now, quickly before we get to the phones, the Nets-Sixer game throws me a little bit, Gordon. Okay, I, I think other than Kyrie Irving, you would might need your score sheet to figure out who was playing for the Nets because they had so many people out. Uh, and so, I, I, so I'm watching this game. I'm, you know, in the beginning, I know there's so many people out. I'm like, ah, well, you know, it's close. You know, the, mm-hmm. the Nets are holding their own. Then they're up 15. I'm like, okay, it's done. Philly's like, okay, Embiid's like, okay, I'm tired of playing with you guys. We're done. Then Gordon, I'm looking at the I check back. It's a three-point game and it's late. It's late in this game. And I'm like, and I'm listening to the to the broadcast, and Kyrie Irving's on the bench. And I'm saying, okay, I get that you want to show that okay, you beat us, you had to struggle to beat us. And we didn't play, we didn't bring Kyrie Irving, who looked like Uncle Drew <laughs> for most right. of that game, because they couldn't do anything with him. But, Gordon, this was for, you know, the top spot. And obviously, if there's a tie, you know, you want to have your home court advantage if you're playing Philadelphia, which I think all most people would think all roads in the conference finals going to lead to Nets-Philly. I would want to have that seventh. If it goes seven, I want to have that seventh in deciding game at home. So while I understand in theory you, you, you're resting people, you know, you're, you're – you're not trying to – Kyrie's been out. You don't want to tax him, so on and so forth. You got an off day tomorrow. I, I would have put him in, Gordon. I, I think I want to get that win. Yeah, I, look, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think the Nets' questions are about the Nets. Like, they got to mm-hmm. get – and, again, they got 17 games now. This is not the beginning of the season. This is not the midpoint. This is Durant's still not back night in and night out. I haven't heard an update on when James Harden's coming back. No, haven't. Kyrie is in and out of the lineup constantly. I mean, you almost have to check in every day. Like, it's like I can't even find a right comparison, but like you have to check in every single day to see. It's almost like you have to take attendance if you're at school (laughs) to find out who's here. Is anybody on the Zoom today? Because um, the Nets just, they never have all three guys healthy at the same time. So uh, I think if the Nets are healthy, I know the Sixers got the win tonight. I have to. I'm still going to assume when the playoffs come around, and maybe this is a mistake on my part that the Nets will be healthy. And if they're healthy, if those big three are healthy, I think that they are just better than the 76ers. But that uh, you know that will play out over time. But uh, for the Nets, they got. I mean, they got 17 games left here. Yeah. At what point is Durant going to be Kevin Durant? Now, when he plays, he's Kevin Durant. No question. But yeah. it's very rare that he he plays regularly. Yeah, well, listen, he's not doing back-to-backs. That's clear because no. he, didn't, he didn't play tonight. And, uh, you know, but Blake Griffin didn't play because he's yeah, not boy, playing Yeah, boy, that Blake Griffin move has really paid off, huh? Great to see him <laughs> clapping on the sidelines during highlights, huh? Got to have him. 
So he's not playing. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge is illness, but it's not. <laughs> I got to forgot they had Lamarcus Aldridge. I got to be honest. I got to <laughs> forgot. <laughs> yeah, he didn't play tonight, and, yeah. and it's just. And then they lost one. Of the, they lost their uh, reserve point guard because he underwent surgery. He hurt his wrist. Mm-hmm. Had a hand injury in the game yesterday and underwent yeah. surgery. He's done for the year. So they've had a lot of injuries on that team. But uh, listen, give them a lot of credit. They held their own against the Sixer team. Mm-hmm. They had to play their starters all the way till the end. And, um, you know, that that's a moral victory. But, uh, you know, I'm just saying, for me, I'm looking down the road, Gordon. If I got to play Philly, I want that seventh game in my yeah. building. Uh, yeah, I, I, you, look, if you have the choice of seventh game here or there, you'd rather have it at home. Uh, I, I don't know that necessarily Brooklyn is that big of a, of a home court advantage, but you'd mm-hmm. rather have it on, on your home court than have to travel for it. But, um, I, I would think that if the, I would assume that the Nets think that if they're healthy, that a seventh game is not guaranteed. Right. Yeah. That's what they're thinking. They're thinking they're just going to mow right through. Right. And listen, yep. when, when you look at the roster, they're also thinking when well, you got three superstars, like we have three superstars, we don't need to play together. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out once we get to once we get near mm-hmm. the finals, once we get near the playoffs. We'll we'll figure this out. Uh, real quick, baseball, oh, Gordon. God. This is what I was saying, Larry. This is what I was saying. Come on, Gordon. No, I'm start. I'm starting to go to the dark side. I'm starting to. No, I'm no, starting no, to listen no, no, to the people that are. No, know, no, 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 no. Spouting all the crazy stuff. Judge looked better today. He did look better today. Can See, I? That's, can, that, that's the bright spot. Can, Judge can looked I, better. Can, can I ask a question? Sure, go ahead. What have we been talking about with Aaron Hicks hitting in the three hole? Right. Uh, that he should be moved. Right. He should be moved. <laughs> well, the, the Yankees heard that message, and yes. today they batted him lead off. Right. They batted him lead off, Larry. Yeah. Well, they, well, you wanted him moved. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want him moved. I thought we all kind of agreed when we would move him, we'd move him down. And then well, who, do they, who do they move into the three spot, Larry? They move Brett Gardner into the three spot. So let me ask. All right, Brett Gardner's gotten off to a halfway decent start. He's yeah. actually been one of their hotter hitters. That's right. So what matters? Is it who's the best on the team or who's hot now? Because who's hot those, now? Yeah, those two things then don't compute. You can't say we're moving Gardner into the three hole because he's been hot lately, but then say we're taking Hicks out of there and we're going to bat him lead off. He's hitting like 120. Hicks. Some... Hicks, 179. 179. But, remember, he, but he, had, he was what? Three for four last night? Right, yeah. And that, so that's why and they that moved three him for up. four got him up to 179. Exactly. Like, but that's why they moved him up because, you know, Boone thought he was hot. Do, and all right, they have a day off tomorrow. Yes. Do we need, with a day off tomorrow and struggling to score runs left and right, to give Stanton. LeMahieu and Frazier all the day off? This was, 11 uh, games the into season. the year? 12 games into the year? We have to give all three guys two days off in a row? This was set up before the season. Oh, my God. It try, You know, I try and defend Brian Cashman. I try to defend the Yankees. This is it's indefensible. Stanton, Frazier, and LeMahieu all need a day off? You yes. can't give you can't give one guy and then Frazier. It's almost like Frazier's been benched again. Yeah, it's true. You're right. You're right. <sighs> it is. It is so infuriating. It is. I love baseball. I hate it. I mean, <laughs> after that fourth inning today, they had one hit. I know. One hit, and the only thing I was thankful for, at least they didn't go to extra innings and then lose a, another game with that stupid rule. At least I didn't have to see that stupid rule again. Oh, it's exhausting. I understand, Gordon. It, it's going to get better. It, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm starting to wonder. I mean, they're going to hit at some point. Yeah. But you can't tell me that Aaron – what is the – tell me. Bring the analytic people out and tell me how in good conscience – Aaron Hicks at this point is a designated walker. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. He gets walks. And that's good. That's nice. I don't know. When I'm struggling to score runs, I'd like to have somebody hitting leadoff – who's not just going to get a walk, but could get a hit once in a while. Once in a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, that who, would be like batting Gary Sanchez leadoff. Who would you have put in the leadoff spot today with, this, with all those people out? Who would well, you have put in the first off, today? I wouldn't be giving all those people the day off. <laughs> okay, but they're off. Day, so so the day you don't off, have a choice. I, you know what, Larry, I would have loved to have been able to, like if I was working for a boss yeah. and say, you know what, uh, we're going to have to give, I'm going to need a day. We've worked like 11 days. And even though we're supposed to work like 11 days, 
we we're all exhausted. We we need a blow. We we need a break. We need some rest. And it hasn't it's really fun. been eleven days because you've had some off days. I know. It's ridiculous. This resting of players. And I would say one look, show me the evidence that it keeps the guys healthier. Uh where's that evidence? Uh you won't be able to find it. <laughs> you won't be able to find it. I mean, you you could make I could make a serious argument that if we're just going on numbers, mm-hmm. Gary Sanchez deserves to bat leadoff over Aaron Hicks at this point. If we're, yeah, his if, average is higher. His average is higher. He gets on base more. He's making contact. He's making contacts. Doesn't strike out as much. Hitting the ball the opposite field. I mean, you could make the argument of just about. I mean, you, you have a lineup. I, I know. Oh, another thing. Uh huh. Go ahead. It was worth a shot. It was worth the. Uh, I was on board. I thought, you know what? Maybe this guy will run into some. I've seen enough of Jay Bruce. It's over. Oh my gotta, God! Gotta, yeah, I, I have seen enough. Of, I mean, the guy can't hit. He I can't agree. field. It's over. He's done. It's done. It's over. It's over. He's done. It's over. As soon as they can find somebody to play first base. Listen, I'm ready for you to put Lemayhu at first base, put Odor at second, and let's move on. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm ready at this point, right? I, they got uh, Luke Voigt in the hyper, what is it, the hyperbolic chamber or whatever it is <laughs> to get him healthier quicker. They put him in that thing they put Captain America in to get yeah. him healthier faster. I don't yeah, know, they, man. Because they know. Oh my! Because Bruce is killing you right now. He is just killing no, you. No, but nobody walks on the team. Any, nobody gets no. on base on a walk. They had three walks today. I know. Against the guy I have never heard of before in my life before today. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I had to get that off no, my no, chest. No, no, no. It's okay. It's all right. Listen, we're here for each other. You know, I'd rather have Aaron Judge bat leadoff. If you're not going to bat him third, put him leadoff. At least he gets on base. He gets on base. Put Gardner leadoff. Mm-hmm. Gary Sanchez lead. Just about anybody leadoff would be better than Aaron Hicks. He doesn't get hits. He walks. That's it. If you do, if you throw strikes to him, you will get him out. You're struggling, Gordon. It's okay. Oh, it's 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 okay. This, it's going to get. This better. is five I, and I seven, Larry. You. I we know. got and, and look at the sketch. The, the, the Red Sox weekend. have won nine in a row. The Rays are coming that? in. The Blue Jays. They don't even have George Springer. Imagine if they had George Springer. That's oh, a good my. young team. That's a really they, they good are a very good team. hitting team. I, I don't think their pitching is going to hold up. No, but, you the know, sometimes these teams that have the bats, they they all kind of they all kind of hit the 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 the, the uh, that point where they become like legitimate major league, really good players all at once, and, and mm-hmm. they could have a very good year. I think their over under this year was like eighty five or something like that. So they look expected. like they're going over. <laughs> yeah, they, they've looked they good. Go over. They look good. But the pitching's going to hold them back, and I think the bullpen is not eh, the bullpen. Eh. I think the bullpen is going to catch up with them, but from offense, psh, that team can yeah. hit. Well, the, the good no thing for the Yankees it. is at least they got Corey Kluber's four innings in today. So we have Corey Kluber and the the amazing uh, signing that that was. We got his four mm-hmm. innings. He gave up three runs in four innings, so that's fantastic. That's certainly worth $11 million. But he's getting closer. To, I heard him to, say To who? It. To what? He's to what? getting to closer. To have an ERA of seven? He, he's getting closer. Oh, my God. He's getting closer, I can't, Gordon. I can't take this team anymore, Larry. I Gordon, just can't do it. he's getting closer. I just can't do it. Uh, you know? Maybe it's the fact that I've turned 50 this year. There's just certain mm-hmm. things in your life as you get older. It's just like you can't do it anymore. I, I, I just can't watch this lunacy. It's absolute lunacy. I, I saw that lineup today. I said, wait a second. Where's Stanton? Where, where's LeMayhew? Where, where are these guys? Now, I saw that the, the Astros put a bunch of guys on the IL. I don't know. Yeah. They must have broken uh, safety, protocols. Safety protocol, yeah. Yeah. Safety wow, protocol. look at that. The Astros trying to skirt the rules, huh? What imagine. a surprise. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought Some something like that happened. And then I'm looking on Twitter. I'm like, why are all these guys out of the lineup? I know. But amazing. you know what? We got Jay Bruce in there every day. Oh, hey, thank listen. God. We got Jay Bruce in there every day. Every day. Well, at least they didn't bat him lead off. Why not? Put him lead off. I mean, he's not that much worse than Aaron Hicks. What is Bruce so far this year? Bruce Hicks is one seventy nine and on mm-hmm. base at two seventy three. Right. Uh, that's Hicks. Who uh, Bruce is one eighteen and on base at two thirty one. There you go. It's it's not that much different. There you go. Oh my God! What do they think? I mean, what, where are these numbers? What what is, what is this analytic? 
<laughs> I, 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 Don't say analytic watch it, watch garbage it. that they're pushing. Let's put watch Aaron it. Hicks lead off. Oh my God! And thank God they did because then Aaron and then Aaron Judge can come up and hit two solo home runs and uh, nobody's on base. <laughs> Fantastic! This is a great plan, guys. Great plan. Oh, the next one. We got the Knicks, Larry. Let's talk Knicks about one. the Knicks. I, I got to talk about the Knicks. Sure, definitely. Knicks yeah. won, and the other baseball team won. And yes. speaking of being 50, I remember 50, and I'm telling you, <laughs> it wasn't that great. No? <laughs> with, with my baseball team either. Yeah. I can tell you that. Wasn't that. I looked at some of those lineups. I was like, ooh, boy. Right now we go to the phones at 1-800-919-3776. Hello, Spike. Good evening, my friends. I had a pretty interesting day today. So I go to Dunedin with my kid. We sit in five rows from the field. Everyone's on top of us. See a couple of home runs, and after the fifth inning, the Yankees had their head up their asses. They didn't want to play. They just didn't even try. It was to be there. I'm telling you, they didn't want to play. 1,100 people, maybe 1,500 with all the security in the ballpark, playing in there. Class A ballpark, 380 foot, 20 feet down the lines. Balls went out, 85 degrees. My old body, I finally got some shaded area. The customer service let me, and they pitied me, I think. And uh, I had an 88-year-old woman sitting in a wheelchair with a Yankee jersey on. She gets out of the wheelchair and starts screaming at Jay Bruce, go back to the Mets, you bum. It was just classic. So we go home, we drive back. I said to Chris, I said, look, Nick's going to win tonight because this team, they're playing, can't shoot threes. And I said the other night to you guys, one night, Burks and um, I always forget the other guy, Bullock, they're both going to shoot threes well. That's what happened tonight. Yeah. Nick's must have shot 55%. I don't know what the number was. But uh, Barrett may have an off night. Everyone's pitching in. Uh, it's just the Knicks are fun to watch, and the Yankees. There's nothing there, guys. Just, I know Gordon and I, you like I am, like Chris is. Larry, I'm glad your team's winning, but there's nothing there. Nothing. He pushes to me, and he knows the Yankees. Like he's 28, like like we all did at 20. You know, where's Lemay? Where's Stan? Sounds like you, Gordon. Huh? Where was yeah. everybody? They got a day off tomorrow. I, I don't no, know. They need, they need two. They need two days off. They need three days off. Give them a whole week off. I mean, they've had kind of the whole week off. Yeah, and then I'm watching Cuba. They look like twelve million dollars into the crapper, and Boone can spin anything. But uh, I said it's I said it's, it's only twelve games. But if they if they're thirteen and seventeen, or or God forbid fifteen and twenty five, Boone's going to be on the hot seat. They're not playing hard. I thought right before after the batting practice because they played last night. They had a abbreviated thing. So I'm, I'm five feet away from uh, Gio Oshella, and he takes his batting gloves off and puts it on the railing where we are, and they give it to a kid. Well, kid, kid was so happy. Made my day. But uh, they're not playing hard. They just, there's, there's an attitude there about playing in a small stadium, getting out of Dodge. Uh, Toronto has three guys, three siblings, bull players. Two of them are Hall of Famers, right? Biggio yeah. and, um, and Guerrero. That's right. You guys will appreciate this. Guys, I'm five feet away from Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He's a mountain of a man. <laughs> He's one big boy. Yeah. But anyway, so we get back, put the Nick game on, and I enjoyed the game. Uh, I think, Gordon, you said it. Uh, it's our little beat, but um, I don't care if it's Barrett having an off night with whatever he still doing. They didn't turn the ball over. Randall played okay. He, Zion locked them up in the first half, and they made their threes. They are terrible at closing out threes in the world. Yeah, they are. Yeah, so they are. There's no question I think about the Knicks it. are in really good shape. Gordon, you're right. It's a bad, the 17 games. But this team may wind up at 500, one or two over or under, and they could they'll probably be a seven seed the way I see it now, and that'll suit me fine. So let me get some rest. i got to tell you, I bonded with my kid. It was wonderful. This is the last time the Yankees will play in this stadium. I spoke to a Toronto Raptor, Raptor, Toronto with a Blue Jay official. She told me that uh, they made plans to go back to, uh, I forget what it's called, up in Buffalo. And then she told me, which I don't know why she told me about COVID. 
she's based in Toronto, but she's staying down in Dunedin. She says they all got their shots last week. They all got the Johnson & Johnson shot. So the team doctor spoke to all of them and said, there's only been, only been seven blood clots out of seven million. You know, I know it's a ridiculously low number, but I prefer the other shot. I don't know how you guys feel. But yeah. it was a fun day for me, only because I was with my kid and we saw the Yankees. But those, that wasn't the Yankees. I, I, what did he say about sitting those guys? Could you just keep me on for a second so I could hear it on the stream? What did he say? He, I didn't. I don't know. I don't think we have whether he addressed it or not, um, Spike. But you know what it is. It's 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 the it's the um, it's sabermetrics. It's what it usually is. It, it's giving these guys a day off. It's giving but them a blow. Off tomorrow. I, yes, and they're off tomorrow, boys. I know. I I don't get it. Anyway, listen. I know you got a short show. I want to hear the other calls. And uh, I did something with my kid that will, no one ever can do again, go to this stadium and see a major league team. But the Yankees weren't a major league team today. <laughs> so have a great show. All right, Spike. Thanks for checking in. Buddha's in the Bronx. Hey, Buddha, you're next on 98.7. Hey, what's up? Always a pleasure to go out to my big dog, Papa Lodge. Spike, love that dude. Hope he's safe down there. Um, listen, man, status of New York sports, um, <laughs> you guys just referred to um, Johnson & Johnson. I mean, they can't field a good team, and they can't put a good vaccine. Uh, <laughs> oh, come really on now. That's, I'm, that's I'm really a little unfair. I really despise them. I really despise them. As <laughs> this has nothing to do I'm with the Jets. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you. Feel You're going to have the Cagnan in on it in a second here. Wait, come on. <laughs> Adam Gase was not in, no, Adam Adam Gase was not in the lab. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope not. <laughs> We'd all be in that shot will not give you crazy-looking eyes in any any form. That's right. Not one of the side effects. Listen, with, with Hal Steinbrenner, you know, the apple fell from the tree and it rolled yes. down the block and it rolled into another um, household. Yep. Uh, if you would have told me, if you would have told me last year that the New York Knicks would have been the most enjoyable team to watch in New York City. I would have told you to take two pucks and please pass that. <laughs> I mean, listen, listen. I, I, you got to give these guys uh, in the coaching staff, the players. You got to give. Listen, it, I don't even care if you're a marginal fan and like you guys know, I'm, I'm a Sixers fan. But if you give me a choice to between the Nets and the Knicks to watch. I'm watching the Knicks every time because of they represent what the city is about. The hard. We, we, they might not have the best talent, but they're going to give you the best effort. And, you know, my hat goes off to Thibodeau because, lad, we discussed this a thousand times. Mm-hmm. You and I were like-minded with this. I didn't think he was the right coach for the team. No. I wanted Kenny Atkinson. Yep, yep. I felt like he would be the kind of guy that would develop young talent better he would be more of a teacher. He'd be more patient. This guy is drawing water from a stone. You have to give him credit. I mean, look what he did to Julius Randle. Julius Randle went from a C player to an A minus player. You could pair him with another superstar, maybe you know somebody just a little tad bit better, and you could win fifty, possibly fifty-five games next year. Let's give these guys some love. Because they're repping the city hard. You know, I, I like Caesar Salah. I do. I'm not going to lie. There's optimism there. Joe, Joe Douglas is TBD. You know, um, I don't like the fact that he skates by with um, it was all Adam Gates and Sam Donald and McCagney. Brother, you had a part to play in that 2 14 too. But um, this team, I, I got to be honest with you. If, if, if the six is not playing, that's the team that I'm watching. And, and I'm really proud of those guys. They're, they're repping the city the right way, man. You're right, Buddha. Thanks for the phone call, my friend. They they play hard. They're physical. They rebound. They dive on the floor, Gordon. They they do. They're a young. They're they're a, a mixture of young and veterans, and they play hard. And you can see. And the best thing about them, Gordon, they're always prepared and they're well coached. And it it, it it's the difference between wins and losses. Yeah, I mean, look, they'll have some frustrating losses from time to time. They'll have some frustrating offensive games from time to time. But night in and night I mean, like, how many times over the last 10 years have we just asked for a team that comes out and plays hard night in and night out? Just that as a, as a baseline. 
and that's what they've absolutely done this year. They've had some stinkers very rarely uh, once in a while, and they've had some disappointing losses. The T-Wolves won a couple of weeks ago. But mm-hmm. night in and night out, they are going to play hard right down to the nub. They just don't have that larger margin for, for error, unfortunately. They're just not that talented of a team. But whatever talent they have, man, they are squeezing as much as they can out of it. They really are. Alec Burks dribbling behind the three-point line, guarded by Williamson. Burks, 10 on the shot clock, will put it up from three. He's got it! Oh, he was hot, baby. John Giannone with the call here on 98.7 ESPN. Alec Burke leading, helping the Knicks with a big win over the Pelicans. It's ESPN New York tonight here on 98.7. ESPN, Freddie Fitzsimmons at the top of the hour. And Gordon at 1140, uh, 1145, we're going to go around the ballparks. All right. Do we have to? Do we have to go down to Florida? Can uh, we? Can we avoid that one? Go all the uh, other ballparks? We might stop in Florida briefly. <sighs> briefly, briefly, we might stop in Florida. I know we'll be in Queens, but 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 briefly, yes. we, we we might stop. Well, look, in being Queens, I mean that's that's that. <laughs> they're a team that deserves to be talked about, right? Like they they got off to maybe a little bit of a slow start, but they've now mm-hmm. gotten things rolling. They've gotten some guys going offensively. They're getting some pitching. Uh, the, the the bullpen has not blown up uh, recently. Shh. Quiet. Well, they're not playing any games in the next couple of minutes. I can say this now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they've actually played like a team. They have I'm played like... well. They have played well. And, you know, going for the sweep tomorrow against the mm-hmm. Phils. And, uh, listen, this was a nice win tonight. Uh, Peterson did a nice job bouncing back. He struggled the last start. But this start, he was pretty good, dominant. And you know what? I, I got to say this. I will give credit to Edwin Diaz tonight. He did a very nice job coming on in the ninth inning. I try to be fair, Gordon. When he's awful, I have to kill him. But when he does his job, I will give him credit. I, I, I wanted to see him, to see what he could do. And he, he didn't give me any agita at all in this game. So right now, right now, the team is playing very well. And we just want to keep it rolling. There just you go. want to keep it rolling. That's all we want to do. Lee's in Manhattan. Hey, Lee, you're next on 98.7. Brother Larry Gordon, what's happening, gentlemen? Lee, what's going on, man? Listen, I'll go quick for you guys because I know your time is short. Knicks and Mets. Knicks first. Knicks 12 and 13 in close games. If you take half of those 13 games mm. that they should have won, Knicks could easily be in the 4-5 spot. Okay? No right. hand, hands down. We shouldn't even be trying to fight for a playoff spot, uh, particularly when you look at what's going on in the, in, in the, in, in the East of the NBA. The Knicks should be in a 4-5 spot with, with no problem at all. And it's those, it's those games with those close games that they lost. You give us half of those, okay? We should be right up in there with, with, with ease. Far as far as the Mets go, okay, you know I'm a diehard, Larry. Mm-hmm. Only thing that I don't like with the Mets right now, when you play in Conforto and Dominic Smith in the outfield, put Conforto back where he originally was as that left fielder mm. put Dominic over in right. Okay? You're trying to hide him, aren't you, Lee? <laughs> You're trying yeah, to hide Dominic Smith, they, right? <laughs> and as far as yeah, and as far as the Mets lineup go, when it comes to Jacob Degrom, just for a little laugh, Jacob Degrom should put his own team on the field in order for him <laughs> to get some runs. Have a good one, gentlemen. All right, Lee. Thanks for the phone call. Degrom should hit cleanup on the days he he pitches. <laughs> Because maybe he'll he's get got some more runs. hits than some of the guys, right? He's got more <laughs> right. hits than Conforto does in his start. So he should he should bat himself clean up. Do us all a favor. Robbie's in Massachusetts. Hey, Robbie, you're next on 98.7. Hey, Larry. Hey, Gordon. Gordon, I'm feeling your pain because I'm glad I didn't see that game this afternoon. I am so sick of this manager. I am so tired of this general manager. I can't begin. It's Let's start with the manager. What the hell are you doing giving your best player a day off on game 12 when you lost yesterday? You already lost the series to the Blue Jays. It's an interdivisional game, and you're giving LeMayu off. I mean, it's ridiculous. And giving, you know, all these guys days off. What the hell ever happened to Cal Ripken? Where the heck is Cal Ripken when you need him, Gordon? I mean, I can't stand it anymore. You, you, gotta, you haven't had a first baseman since Mark Teixeira. It's like when I was a kid, every night I watched the Yankees. 
and Chambliss was playing first, and Willie was at second, and Bucky was at short, and Nettles was at third, and you knew Mick the Quick was in center field, and Munson was behind the plate, may he rest in peace. But, I mean, I am so sick of this discombobulated lineup of guys of pituitary cases that can't seem to be able to hit the ball, ground into double plays. You know, I know it's April, guys, and I know it's game 12. I understand that. But why can't we put a consistent lineup out there? The defense isn't good. And, and like, again, we talked the other night about, you know, developing young pitchers, kind of what the Rangers are doing. You know, we talked about this a few weeks ago, Larry, about the Rangers mm-hmm. developing players, but at the same time trying to win. And I said to you guys last night, I'd rather see Davi Garcia, Schmidt, and King in there than Corey Kluber and, and Jamison Tyon. I mean, these guys have more question marks than Frank Gorshin had on his Riddler costume. It is ridiculous. Brian Cashman has been cushy in his job. I mean, you tell me any other general manager, okay, over the last 20-plus years has won one championship and still has his job. It's too comfortable for this guy. And to me, they need guys to put the ball in play. It's a kind of a strange lineup. I hear and what I you're saying, Robbie, but I don't think it's yeah. not going to change now, my friend. Thanks for the phone call. And, and listen, I hear what you're saying, but that, you're talking about a Yankee lineup of 78. That right. is not what they do now, my friend. No. This game has totally changed. Totally. And, and here's the thing that, that makes no sense, right? Like, I'm sure he'll say, well, you know, I wanted to give Stanton a day off because, he, you know, he's been scuffling a little bit. Give him de- back-to-back days off, which, I mean, I think is laughable. But, okay, fine. You want to pick one guy to give him the day off mm-hmm. and, so that he has back-to-back day. I mean, it's incredible. Tw- I mean, it's so laughable. Twelve games into the season. DJ LeMahieu just was coming off having two hits the night before. Mm-hmm. So what's the point of giving him off the day? Well, you know, these. I mean, you're 12 games into the season. You can't score runs. He's one of your most productive players so far this year, and he's one of your best overall players as well. And by taking him out of the lineup, that means you put Rugnit Odor in, and I know he had the hit that one day, but he's not a good offensive player. Sabermetrics <sighs> doesn't recognize hot. <laughs> oh my God! Does, they it, don't does, it, does it recognize common sense uh, to them? Their own common I, sense, it does. I, I mean, I, I find it hard to believe. But between pregame and postgame, nobody asked why in the hell are you giving three of your best hitters all the day off before a day off? Because they know <laughs> the answer. <laughs> but you have to ask the question, you don't do. you? I agree. I agree. You do. Absolutely. You definitely do. <sighs> You definitely have to ask the question. And the answer would be either. And this is not Boone's call. No, the, no, no. Boone no. did not say, you know, like everybody will come down on Boone for this. This is the, the front office. Oh, this is sabermetric. These are yeah, sabermetric. Absolutely. People. Absolutely. These are the sabermetric. People. And they will tell you, Gordon, these days off were planned before the season. Okay. But, what, but what's the evidence that they needed them? Because like, as, I understand they did this in advance. Yes. But, but as we, where, where's the evidence that it works? <laughs> the evidence is we have stats, Gordon, to show that right. if we pace okay. the players' health over the long part of the right. season, they'll I, I be got healthier, they'll be better. <laughs> I got some stats do. today. One <laughs> hit after do. the fourth inning. That's my stats. We had two base runners after the fourth inning against the guy. I'm sorry, unless you're like the biggest baseball fan or the biggest Blue Jays fan in the world. You never heard of him before today. Can you imagine what it would have been like for Judge to hit two home runs with runners on base today? Right. I mean, maybe if it was like a 3 nothing or a 4 nothing game, may, I don't know, maybe you might have gotten Corey Kluber into the fifth inning, you know? Imagine <laughs> Crazy <that>. times. <laughs> $11 million. <laughs> oh, my God. Damon Hardesty on ESPN New York tonight. Freddie and Fitzsimmons at the top of the hour. This is where we go around the major leagues, give you some audio from baseball games. And uh, sorry, Gordon, we're going to start in Florida. No. Oh. We'll start with the skipper of the New York Yankees, Aaron Boone. No, they didn't ask you. You want me to just leave? I can come back tomorrow? No, 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 no. You're a pro. You won't do that. No, they they didn't ask him. Everybody else is getting a day off. Why not me? (laughs) Because you don't work for the Yankees. No, apparently not. (laughs) If you work for the Yankees, you'd have been off twice in a couple of weeks. We can't do three shows in a row, guys. Let's take a day off on Wednesday. Aaron Boone, so listen, Skipper, you guys are struggling. What do you need to do to get back on track? Oh, boy. 
Well, we got to we got to play better, obviously, in every area. You know, there's some, you know, some some mistakes we're making. Um, you know, obviously, the pen has has done a really nice job for us. Um, <clears throat> you know, we when you're not banging, you, you got to do little things really well. And, you know, that's catch the ball, run the bases. Um, we know eventually we are going to, we are going to start banging. Um, you know, I have a ton of confidence in our guys and can't wait to see them turn the corner. But in the meantime, you know, especially when you're in these dog fights where you're not breaking, breaking games open, uh, you got to play real clean. Uh, there's no question about that. And the Yankees have struggled doing that. And we focused a lot about the hitting, but Gordon, as you know, they've been struggling with the with the starters have not been giving them any length. They've been struggling, uh, obviously, with base running and and defense. So this is a team that really just has to get themselves together. Yeah, they got a lot of things to clean up, a lot of areas to clean up, and some of them, like the hitting, I think will take care of itself. But this is part of the plan with with Corey Kluber and to a certain degree, Jamison Tyon. I mean, you knew that these guys were not going to be giving you great length at the beginning of the season. So I I don't know how that – I'm assuming they're hoping that these guys are going to remain healthy long enough to to pitch deeper into games, but there's no guarantee of that. I mean, those two guys are tremendous risks. Like, I can understand the appeal of Tyone because he's had some success. He's coming back from an injury still at an age where you think, all right, Tommy John is not the the be-all, end-all anymore that it used to be. But Corey Kluber, I mean, that's a complete, complete crapshoot. Uh, of whether or not he can come back and be even remotely close to the guy he was or even pitch, you know, 125, 150 innings this year. Yeah. Speaking of Corey Kluber, uh, let's talk, let's hear from him right now, Gordon. And he talked about how he felt, even though he was disappointed he couldn't go longer, that he feels things are going in the right direction. Here's, here's Corey Kluber. Stuff's getting better. Location's getting better. Um you know, the amount of misses throughout the course of the game, I feel like, are becoming less and less. Um, you know, the mistakes I am making, I'm paying for, which is understandable. You make bad pitches, you know, you don't expect to get away with them. But, you know, I think if you're looking at the, the hole, then I, I, I feel like from my perspective, uh, you know, it's like I said, it's heading in the right direction. All right. Aaron Judge, what could they be doing better? I'm just trying to think through the games. You know, just look, it's the little things. You know, I look back to either base running mistakes um, mistakes in the outfield, um, not coming up, you know, with just a clutch hit, you know, taking our singles when we can, you know, so there's a bunch of things, you know, even me personally, you know, a couple of things I need to work on to, you know, kind of help put this team in a better position to uh, come out with a better outcome, especially with a, you know, a tough team like Tampa who's going to give us their best. There's no question about it. And Gordon, it really would have been nice for them to steal one against Toronto facing that Tampa, that Tampa Rays and, all that comes with facing them is, oh, you hit, you came too close to my hitters. Here we go again. So you know how that's going to be this mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah, no, absolutely. And the, the Rays have kind of had the Yankees number. Uh, far more down there than up here, but still. I mean, they, they won 8 of 10 against them last year. They obviously won the, the playoff series last year. So the Yankees, again, I think right now it's kind of about them fixing their own issues. And if they can get the hitting going at some point, I think that that will – help a, a lot of different areas and, and they won't be so glaring the other mistakes, but there's no signs of that turning around anytime soon. Not when you have a lineup that you throw out there today that had uh, three guys who are hitting under 180. Yeah, you're right. Speaking of the Mets, they had a nice win against the Philadelphia Phillies today. It was, uh, you know, some offensive support from the catcher, James McCann, who home run and had some hits. So McCann talked about David Peterson's performance. Petey's got elite stuff, um, and when he's pounding his own and attacking the way he was tonight, uh, as a hitter, it's tough. And um, you know, he he kind of had the the mentality of, of uh, you know foot on the gas pedal from from pitch one, um, and he got right after guys and and forced them to 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 swing, you know. Uh, and he, and he was making quality pitches at the same time. So um, anytime you're making quality pitches with, with good stuff like him, it, it's going to be a good day for him as a pitcher. And he did make quality pitches, Gordon. Ten strikeouts for Peterson, who said, uh, you know, he and McCann were really on the same page. I don't know. I mean, I felt good. I, I thought James and I were on the same page uh, pitch-wise, and, and he did a hell of a job back there. And um, I think just – Getting ahead of guys and putting yourself in a good position leads to good results. 
And it did. And, uh, you know, Gordon, once again, the Mets were able to get some some key hits. Dominic Smith, he had a, a misplay in the outfield, but he went three for five today. I, I know what Lee is saying. You really you, you miss his bat. This no DH is really killing the Mets. Really hurting them, yep. It that really does. plus for them. Oh, Absolutely. you could put him at first base. You'd be mm-hmm. somebody, you could put somebody else in the outfield. But listen, we'll, we'll, we'll take the hits right now, and we'll just got, got to keep on continuing the hit. And uh, – Interested to see though the weather's a little iffy tomorrow, so you you know it might be another rain out. More for the of those Mets. double headers, more of those seven oh, inning double headers, yeah. Larry. They'll be look that's right up the Mets alley, right? If you don't have the DH, at least you don't have to use the bullpen with those seven <laughs> innings. It yeah. seems like with Nimmo, he is always on base. I mean, he had three more hits today. His on base percentage is up almost to six hundred. I mean, he has just been uh, red hot getting on base, and, and it's just about, you know, getting some. Lindor had a couple of hits tonight, but to get Alonzo going, getting Conforto going, if they can get mm-hmm. those guys with McNeil, uh, that, that offense is going to, they're going to have a very good offense when they start getting hot. It's true. And the bullpen tonight, very good. Familiar, Loop, and Diaz did a nice job. Did a nice job tonight. So Mets are 5 and 3, 4 and 1 at home, go for the sweep tomorrow. Charlie's in Woodside. Hey, Charlie, you're next on 98.7. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey Charles. Uh, well, I just watched uh, Forty Two because tomorrow is Jackie Robinson Day. Uh, of course, that's a great film to watch every once a year, even during Black, Black History Month. Uh, uh, Sir uh, Jackie Robinson was the point of the year. He's the ultimate gateway and open the gate. He's an old gateway too for everyone to play Major League Baseball. He is the most important baseball player in the study in the world go down. He is certainly yes, but glad to see that. But uh guys, um uh, so after the game, uh Yankees game, uh I used the language after after Walter Bashir heads the second home to basically uh walk off on the Yankees, I use the language that I cannot use on the air. I just Please so don't. disgusted with this I, I just so I was so ticked off with this team offensively, I mean Glaber Torres getting doubled off on second base. Oh, Gordon, uh, two more double plays. Yankees lead the major leagues. And I checked the Padres box score. They didn't have a double play, so 16 double plays. Leads the major league baseball. This time, line did a double play. Another one another coming up. Uh, and I don't know, Aaron just had two home runs, but, I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? This team, what is that? The last five innings went one for 16. With one walk, we saw that Easter Sunday, uh, a Saturday in Tampa Bay. Uh, are we gonna do? I mean, just five hits, and yet again, starting pitching. I mean, cool, we're going four innings. I'm gonna tell you. I mean, it doesn't matter what kind of bullpen they have so far. The bullpen's performing. This team needs to wake the hell up. And enough is enough. It's starting to give me some results. I'll I'll wait on the like you know all the panic button stuff at the end of this month. But my goodness, give me some damn results. Enough is enough. Show me some results. Period. I hear you, Charlie. I hear you. Yeah. I mean, no, I got it. We all want it. Well, I mean, the Yankee fans all want to see the Yankees start to hit, and I think the Yankees want to hit, and they're waiting for things to kind of wake up. And mm-hmm. this is this might be the way it's going to be here for the next couple of days. Uh, the only problem is with this schedule, you know, we, we said yesterday that they were kind of lucky to be five and six. Yeah. You know, this, 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 this schedule, I don't want to paint doom and gloom. It is only April, but things can kind of get away from you in a hurry here. Yeah. Yeah. You can um... – you can struggle a little bit. You can, right. you, you, you know, you, you lose two or three, two or yeah. three, two or three. You, you're, yeah. you're digging yourself a little bit of a hole. Yeah, you are. You you don't. It's the same thing we talked about the uh, Knicks, Gordon. You don't want to get into a situation where you're stringing losses together, where it's going to take you like a week to get back to 500. Like you got right. to like, like you got to win seven straight to get back to 500. You don't want to be in that position even early. And then uh, for for Friday. I know the Yankees haven't announced who the starting pitcher is going to be, right? Is I think it's going to be Davey. I think it's okay. they're bringing up Davey, Davey Garcia to pitch good. that game. Because I, I know think. Michael King. I know Michael King was in the discussion. Debbie mm-hmm. Garcia was in the discussion. Uh, I'd like to see Garcia. You know what? Sometimes and, and it's so crazy because it's early, but sometimes Gordon, you need like a really young player to come back in and energize your clubhouse a little bit because this clubhouse is is struggling. It's de- it's 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 struggling a lot, and I think uh, if Garcia can come up and give you five, six innings, right now you would, Gordon, you would sign up for that right now. Five, six innings, two-run baseball, you'd sign up for that right now. Right now you take it. 
Yeah, uh, and, and I guess it's not official yet that it could be King or Garcia, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I would think that if, if Garcia is at least in the mix, then there's a good chance that he's going to be the guy. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, in the past we talked about they've had these slow starts and then they've gone out one seven in a row, one nine in a row. Mm-hmm. If this goes on for much longer, you, you're going to have to win seven in a row, yeah. nine in a row to kind of right. get back over 500 and feel a little comfortable and feel like, okay, the season started now and we can kind of be who we are rather than kind of pressing. And it seems like everybody's pressing right now. I, I, Gordon, what is going on in Boston? How are they so hot? I, I'm not exactly sure. It's just crazy. Every time you look up at the box score, they are playing well. I mean, of course, they had the seventh inning doubleheader today, so that didn't hurt them. Right. But eight in a row is eight in a row. They're now yeah. nine and three. So um, uh, that's an impressive an impressive start to the year. I, I don't know how they're doing it in terms of uh, the pitching, especially, because I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really think that they had that much. But you've seen no, uh, Devers get off to a very good start. J.D. Mm-hmm. Martinez has looked more like J.D. Martinez. He was one of the guys last year who, who was terrible. Uh, so he's bounced back and uh, look nine and three six and away six and zero oh on the road. Yeah, that's pretty that? good. How about that? It is very good. It's very good. I'm watching uh, Dallas and Memphis. This was a game winner. I think Luka Doncic just hit a shot uh, for the game winner. So they beat Memphis one fourteen one thirteen. And the reason why I mention them, Gordon, is that's the next next opponent. And we circled, we, we circled to the end right where we started with a nice Nick win on the road. They got another one uh, against uh, Luka Doncic and KP and the rest of the uh, Dallas Mavericks. And, Gordon, this is a game uh, I would like to try to get to if I'm a Nick fan. Oh, of course. I mean, you know, uh, they, they have a, a bunch of games here, especially it's almost like climbing a mountain. These are actually some of the easier games that they have left. And yes. there's, there's a couple of easy spots where you can catch your breath a little bit, but there's not that many. And as you go through these 17 games, it gets harder and harder, especially with that road trip out west. So you want to, you know, they have a little bit of breathing room now, two games over 500, but you don't want to let it slip back either. And, and as great as it is to have four in a row for the first time, five in a row sounds even better. It really does. It really does. And by the way, Gordon, uh, we discussed it last night. Reached out to the NBA office today, mm-hmm. and yes, the play—if you—if you, if you uh, are eliminated in the play-in game—that mm-hmm. makes you a lottery team. Okay, member. That's good to know. That's good yep. to know. So get, if get Dallas, those Mavs out in the lottery, then we'll have another lottery pick there, Larry. That's right. That's it. That's it. That would be a good thing. That would be a really, really good thing. So, Gordon, we'll see you uh, tomorrow night following the Rangers. They'll be in action. Um, you be good on the radio tomorrow in, in all your uh, – I will try. try I'll try to, try to be, put my try frustration to with the Yankees aside for yeah, a few try, hours. Try yeah, I, but, but that, you, you can I'll hide that. it. You can do that. You can do that. Just, just maybe, maybe uh, just, just, just give the score for the Yankee game. Don't give any details. <laughs> focus on the Nets. <laughs> and the Knicks. Right, of course. Yeah, Knicks, absolutely. 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 All right, be good on the radio, my friend. I'll see you tomorrow night. All right, Larry. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York Tonight. We thank you for joining us. Jake the Snake, Brian Mungia, thank you very much, gentlemen. Great job as always. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.